Alright, this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Racing Dude show on a Thursday. This is show number four today, and we are live for Dude to Bet Sports. We just saw a tremendous horse race. Come down to the wire. I made in special weight at Churchill Downs. We're awaiting the photo for that one between the favorite and a 46 to one shot. So yeah, we'll see you on that one. Uh, I'll I'll let you know the results here once they are official. Uh, All right, Papa dude. It's another big weekend, isn't it? A lot going on. Oh, it is colleges in week three and the NFL goes to week two. And I tell you, these games are tough to pick this week. I think. I've, I went through all of them today, and the NFL is just really tough, I think, this week. NFL looks brutal this week. I totally agree. College, uh, you know, I, I, it's always hard. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem quite we were, as tough this week, but we'll see. You know, we were talking We were talking on the way home the other day or way down, whatever. Uh, in our opinion, other than horse racing, I think football is the hardest to pick. There's no harder than horse racing. It may be because the problem with football is you have to bet the spreads or the over-unders. In baseball, you basically pick who's going to win. And the same with hockey. But you get to football, which a lot of people like to bet, it's tough. Those spreads and those over-unders and all the props – our, uh, you know, Vegas does a great job of screwing us up. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, listen, you know, we we have now covered a full year of sports. Did you ever think you would say after covering all the sports that baseball was the easiest? No, no, but it is. And hockey, hockey's pretty easy too because. Well, <laughs> relatively easy. I'm not going to say it's pretty easy. It's easy yeah. compared to football. Yes, and the same with baseball, right. you know. I've, I've said this, you know, since we've been doing this, you get 60% right for a week in baseball. You've done pretty well. Yeah. But you don't have to mess with point spreads. That's the thing that's so hard about football. Yeah. And if you do mess with point spreads in baseball, it's, it's one and a half runs. And it's <laughs> it's usually a team that they're going to win by. If they're going to win, it's more than one and a half. So well, let's don't jinx my bet today now. I know that's true. Uh, he's got the Cardinals minus one and a half a little bit later on, but yeah, it, it's unbelievable. We went the full cycle. We started with uh, football, then we went to basketball, hockey, into baseball. It, baseball, and to me, I, I've had more success doing that than any of them. Yeah. I never would have thought that. So, and it takes far less time. Yeah, no, it does. It's it's baseball's really about: is this team any good? Yes, no. Mm-hmm. Is this pitcher any good? Yes, mm-hmm. no. Make a pick. That's right. <laughs> no, who, who's on a long uh, winning streak? Who's on and, and say they're playing a team that's on a losing streak? Well, sometimes you pick the ones on a losing streak to end the winning streak. You know exactly. That's yeah, no, Jason's right. Sometimes uh, hockey can be a little bit random. Uh, you know, it, that's definitely true. I like it though. I like the best. Um, all right. Well, the forty-six to one shot did win that race at Churchill Downs. So. Uh, unbelievable $95.72 the win payout for that one. So wow. horse racing, we just said, ah, it's, it's not that hard. Yeah. It's that's difficult. It's hard. All right. Well, let's get to the football. That's what people want to talk about. And the game tonight is going to be a dandy. There's no doubt about it. The chargers and the chiefs uh, chargers looked okay. Week one got the victory. Chiefs look fantastic. Week one 
Here we are, Thursday night football. Chiefs are a four-point favorite. Um, I know our thoughts aren't real strong one way or the other on this game, but what do you think now that we're here? Well, here's the thing. We have last year and one game to go on. Mm -hmm. That's not enough for me. i got to see more games. I am very, very light on the NFL betting in in these first couple of weeks because we just don't know. If you go on what you saw the other night, and I didn't see much of uh, of the Chargers. I'm going to call them San Diego a hundred times. <laughs> I, I didn't see much of, of the Chargers, uh, but I saw a lot of the Chiefs, and they were awesome. And that spread is only four. And if I was going to bet, I would bet the Chiefs to cover that for a couple of reasons. One, they're at home. It's Thursday night. It's going to be crazy. And, and the Chargers, I don't have any confidence in. And so, and the Chargers have some key injuries coming into this game tonight. I think they have a corner that's out mm-hmm. and in and out on their best receivers out. That's going to hurt them. And I think that might make the difference in the game. Two teams hate each other. Uh, it should be good. I love the Chargers quarterback and I love to watch him. It's going to be a good game. Yeah. I, I think uh, this is on team total over for the Chargers of 23 and a half. Uh, I'm over combined four and a half touchdowns for uh, Herbert and Mahomes. Mm-hmm. I, I did not take a side here. I think the point spread's about right. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think it could get tight. Um, if you made me pick a side, I would probably pick Kansas City minus the four because of the injuries. But I could flip flop on that one all day. If you had to pick a side, who would you pick? I'd pick Chiefs, no doubt. Uh, Andy Reid over this joker for San, uh, for I started to say San Diego for the Chargers. That's a mismatch too. Yeah, it's the thing about the Chiefs. Last year when they were struggling early, they were having trouble with the defense that the other teams were playing against them. They they went into the off season. They have addressed that. Uh, their their coaching staff is pretty smart. Andy Reid is an offensive genius. I think their game plan now is designed to go against that two deep safety kind of umbrella package. Plus, they had to do it because they don't have Hill anymore. So I think they're going to be a lot more patient. Mahomes is Mahomes. I just just really like the fact that the coaching uh, difference is so massive. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, it's going to be a great game tonight. We've got a lot of bets tied around it, so make sure you watch it tonight. Obviously, you're, if you're watching this, you're watching that game. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Sunday slate in the NFL. We'll do the NFL first and go over to the college top 25. We'll kick it off a Sunday at noon with the Jets and the Browns. Not a marquee matchup for mm-hmm. sure, but the Browns are six-and-a-half-point favorite here against the hapless Jets. Uh, they, they did not look good week one. Browns looked about how they looked last year week one. What do you think about this one to kick us off? Well, the Browns should be zero and one. There's no question about it. Aaron, did you see, were you watching that game? Absolutely. Okay. I don't think you mentioned, I don't think it was you that mentioned the horrendous uh, roughing the passer penalty that was called on Carolina. Yep. And that was on that final drive that led to the field goal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I heard some Oklahoma guys talking about that. Uh, you know, I think was it as bad as they were saying? A terrible call. Yep, they got a bad call for sure. All right, so let's let's say that was not called. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's say the kicker who kicked a fifty-eight yard field goal, who probably made that one out of a hundred times, mm-hmm. 
they'd be sitting at 0-1 with a shitty quarterback, right, who played decent against Carolina because they can run the ball. So the key is here. Can the Jets stop the running game? I don't know. I don't know. The Jets don't have much at quarterback either. Mm-hmm. Six and a half. Can Cleveland beat anybody but six and a half? I don't know. You know, I, I think I would tend to go against the Browns. I think they're going to win. But I don't know if they're going to win by more than se- by, by seven. I don't know. I'm, I'm taking the Jets and the points plus the six and a half. I'm with you. I think yeah. they'll play better this week. I think the Browns, you know, the deal is going to be can they stop the run? I think they will. Uh, Jason agrees. He's taking the Jets plus yeah. the points as well. Um, I just I think six and a half is too many in the NFL. It's too many. So too. Uh, especially when it's the Cleveland Browns that are giving the points so. and they're offensively challenged. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Flacco over 0.5 interceptions. Interceptions. Lock it up. Kevin B says yes. I agree with that. That's a, well, that's good a, good one. That's a yeah. great one for sure. I also think maybe going under that 39 and a half total would be smart in this one as well. I know it's not a big total, but I'm telling you, if the if the Jets stop the run, it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. I, I really believe that. So Probably right. Keep an eye on that one. All right, the Commanders, big win over Jacksonville. That was actually an exciting game, week one, the Commanders in Jacksonville. Get the job done. The Lions um, got way behind, came back at the end, oh, you know, made it a game, but still lost to the Eagles. Uh, Lions are at home, and they're a favorite by a point and a half, so almost a pick them in this spot. Who wins here? <laughs> Can you pick Detroit? I, <laughs> I just no. – until they win a game, I'm not sure I can pick them. I think this is a golden opportunity for Washington to start the season 2-0. and I do. So that's one of the my six best bets, and it's not a strong one. I would take Washington to beat them. I think they're going to go in there and beat them. I'm not going to touch this game. I don't know how strong it is for me. Uh, I, listen, I kind of think the Lions are the better team, but I'm with you. I really don't want to bet on the Lions. So I, I'm just going to wait and see what happens here. I, I don't like the Commanders, but I don't like the Lions either. This is a skip for me. If you made me take a side, I would take the Commanders. Just, hey, uh, they're they're a little bit better franchise than the Lions historically. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll go in and if it's a close game, they'll get the job done. But neither of these teams are very good, I don't think. Um, this one's very interesting to me. Tampa Bay goes on the road to take on the Saints for three and a half quarters. The Saints looked helpless, and still they came back and they beat the, the Falcons. Tampa Bay got a nice, easy win over the Cowboys, but they never looked great in that game. Yep. Now the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on the road, and they're two-and-a-half-point favorites here. What do you think about this one? They can't beat the Saints. That's just it. They couldn't beat them last year or the year before. Now, the difference is the Saints have a whole new coaching staff, you know, or a change at the head coaching position. I don't know about the rest of the staff. Will that make a difference? I don't know, but they've had Brady's number. In fact, I don't think the Bucs have ever beat them or to beat them since Brady's been there. I don't believe they have. I think maybe once, maybe, but I don't. I don't think more than once. No, they lost both games last year, and I know they won. They lost one in the Super Bowl, uh, also. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It doesn't add up. The Bucks should beat them, mm-hmm. but New Orleans is tough to beat in the dome. They're pretty good. Two and a half. I don't know. I think I might take the Saints in this one because. Tampa did not look very good offensively in the red zone the other night. Now, they could iron that out. They did 
well, Dallas was so bad and gave them so many opportunities. They really didn't drive the ball when you get right down to it. And uh, Brady didn't have a lot of time. Um, Fournette ran the ball pretty well. I think I'm going to take uh, New Orleans in an upset. Give me the Saints. I think Saints are going to win this game. I'll take definitely take them the plus to two and a half. Uh, I, I'm not a believer in all this Bucks team. Listen, I don't know what's going on with Brady. It didn't show up week one. It's going to show up. You cannot just not practice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, he was inactive for a lot of this week. I think the Saints, will. And this is the key. I think they got a good enough defense to put pressure on Brady, and I think they can beat him. So I'm going to go New Orleans plus the two and a half. I'm going with another upset here. People may laugh. Panthers and the Giants. The Giants are just a two-point favorite. Now, think about this. It seems like a trap line to me. The Giants went on the road and beat Tennessee. The Panthers lost at home to Cleveland, and the Giants are just a two-point favorite in this game. To me, they're, everybody's or, or Vegas is trying to get you to play the Giants. In this they game. sure are, and I'm with you. I'm not going to bet this, though. It's too iffy. Uh, Carolina should have won that first week, should have. Baker played good in the second half. Can he carry that over in this one? The Giants are improved. Here's the key. Here's what worries me the most for Carolina. They couldn't stop Cleveland's running game. Can they stop Barkley in this one? He ran all over Tennessee. That worries me, uh, but I'm going to stay away from it, I, and, and I just think it could go either way. I'll have a giant. Uh, Kevin is a Giants fan. He's not laughing with the with how they have not been consistent over the last six or seven years. Uh, Jason says he doesn't think the Giants are that good. Uh, you know, but again, it, the Panthers really aren't either. To me, oh. like if this came out and it's like Giants minus five, I'd go okay, that makes sense. But I've been trapped by this shit too long. I'm going Panthers plus the two. I, to me, they're begging you to take the Giants. Yep. Carolina plus the two in this one. All right, let's move on. New England and the Steelers. This is another one. Yeah. not make a ton of sense. You look at it. New England is a two-point favorite, even though they lost, and the Steelers won last week. What do you think about this game? Well, I thought the Patriots were terrible in week one. Yeah. Well, they don't play well in Miami, historically anyway. I thought Pittsburgh was valiant or gallant, but not good. They weren't. They should have lost that game. What I mean, Cincinnati gave it to them. I think New England's going to bounce back and win this one. You know, this this is a weird game. I don't think either team's very good, and, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of where I kind of stand with this game. I am going to take New England in this spot. Uh, to me, again, they're begging you to take the Steelers. The Steelers yeah. are a home dog to a team that lost Week One. Logic says take the Steelers. They're begging you to take them. I'll take New England. Give me New England minus the two. Uh, I'm playing the damn bookies now. I'm telling you this this shit. I'm sick of you know falling for these easy lines. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna take New England minus the two. I think it's a trap. All right, let's move on. Colts and the Jaguars. Uh, Both teams lost. Well, the Colts pretty much lost. It was a tie at at at, uh, Houston, Uh, and then the Jaguars lost. The heartbreaker. Colts are three and a half point favorite. Let's remember Jaguars beat them in Jacksonville last year. I thought Jacksonville looked a little better, but we'll see. What do you think about this one? Indy plays bad against bad teams. They really do. They struggled to beat Houston last year. Now, here's the thing. They better win this game. Mm -hmm. They should have started the season 2-0. They had the two worst teams in their division. 
and they've already tied one of them. If they don't win this game, I'm off their bandwagon. I'll say that. Yeah. They're better than Jacksonville. They're going to have to get it together. They were lucky to even get it tied at Houston. They had to score 17 in the fourth quarter and then couldn't score in overtime. That tells me something right there. I'm going to lean with them one more week, but they better win this game. Give me those underdogs. I'm going Jacksonville plus the three and a half. I watched a lot of the game against the Commanders. You know what? They didn't look that bad. It was a lot of self-destruction. Now, will they self-destruct in this game? Possibly. They're the Jaguars. But I'm telling you, they look better. The Colts, they could not have looked any worse. They might bounce back and just kill them. I totally concede that that could happen. I'm going to take the underdog again. I'm going to ride the Jaguars plus the three and a half. I'm not sure the Colts can blow anybody out. So I'm going to go the Jags plus three and a half. Dolphins and the Ravens. I think this is a really, really good game. Both teams won week one. Ravens look really good. Dolphins look good first half, second half. Yeah, not so much. Uh, Big game here. Ravens three and a half point favorites. And this one, where are you going? Well, in the early season now, we're very early. This is a benchmark game for the first part of the season for one of these teams. I mean, to me, this is one of the best games of the week. Uh, you know, neither one of us are really interested in either one of these teams. Although you do have a lot riding on the Dolphins. Uh, I would take the Dolphins if it's in Miami. So I'm going to take Baltimore because it's in Baltimore. So what is that? Three and a half? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm looking 24 to 20 Buffalo and our uh, Baltimore and they'll cover. Now it's going to be 24 to 21 and oh. Dolphins will cover. Give me the Miami Dolphins plus the three and a half. Listen, it's still oh. warm in Baltimore this time of year. They'll be fine. If it was October <laughs> or December or November, they'd struggle. Not, not, not Sunday. It'd be fine. It's 85 degrees right now in Baltimore. They're going to love it up there. I Dolphins think- plus the three and a half. I'm taking the dogs this week. If they go in and win, that's very impressive. I'll well, tell you. I don't know if they'll win, but they're gonna they're gonna definitely lose by less than two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Falcons and the Rams. Uh, Falcons blew a big lead. They looked good for a while. Uh, Rams really never looked good the whole game. What do we think here? Rams are a ten point favorite. This is a big, big spread. Nobody seems to like the Dolphins in this game. What do you think? I mean the Falcons. Uh, Falcons. Sorry, jeez. Falcons played pretty well for a long time last week. Better than I expected. The Rams looked not very good. I I think they're going to bounce back. The key is 10 points in the NFL is a lot to cover. Okay, let's see. Let's start thinking scores. 30-20. Is that realistic? Maybe. 24-14. Yeah. I think they're going to bounce back and play better. Uh, Atlanta's not very good. So I, I I'm not going to bet it at all but I would lean toward the Rams covering. I'm leaning toward the Rams as well covering. I think it's a bounce back game for them. Uh, I think they're going to, they're going to play pretty well. Uh, Jason says Falcons. So he disagrees. Uh, Kevin B says, this is one you have to take the Rams. It's such a big line after a stinky performance. I do think they're going to bounce back. Um, We'll see. I mean, if they win this game and it's like by three or something, they may have some legitimate issues um, that they may not be able to cover up, but I'm going to get, I'm going to take the Rams minus the 10, uh, in this one, and we're going to see how I'll agree with Dennis. I'll agree with Dennis too. Uh, it was ten and a half, and it's amazing what a half a point difference is in 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 the NFL. In the NFL, it can be everything. Yeah. You know? 
these games are rarely a blowout. So 10 right. and 10 and a half, big time difference. Uh, and yeah, the backdoor cover doesn't happen uh, when you suck in the second half. And Atlanta certainly uh, has. So two obvious means go the opposite. Hey, that's been my, that's been my thing. I feel like this one is about right. I, I don't think it's that obvious. All right, but there might be one more coming up, Jason. So let's just hold on to that thought. All right, Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, they're going to go at it Saturday, uh, Sunday at 3.05. Seahawks, big winners in week one. 49ers, big losers in week one. Do the Niners rebound like the like uh, we think the Rams might rebound? Well, I, no. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, they may win. Uh, they got quarterback issues. I, I I just don't like this kid. I've, I've seen him play a couple times. I don't think he's very good. I know last week the weather was bad, but you got to beat the Bears. Seattle got a win. They really had, had it given to them. They shouldn't have won, but they did, and that's better than losing. Eight and a half is a lot of points for a team that's offensively struggling, so I'm going to say San Francisco wins, but I take Seattle to end the points. I hate this game. I'm not going to bet a penny on this game. I wish it was like five. Then I then I could go Seattle, or even if it's six and a half. I don't know. that. I mean, it's – it's debatable. I, I, I really can't go either way. I don't know what the 49ers are. I don't know what Seattle is. Uh, I, you know, if you made me take a side, I guess I'd take the Seahawks, but I, I just can't get behind anybody in this game. This is a tough one. I um, can't bet the 49ers till I see the quarterback actually play a couple games. Hey, that's could be a good, good thing for them. That's yeah. the way I look at it too. And the Niners, uh, they played awful early in the season last year and took them a while to get going. I think they're going to win. But eight and a half is a lot of points. That's the thing. It is a letdown game, and it, that they could let down. But still, eight and a half is a lot of points. That's that's where the problem is. Um, so, I don't know. I, I uh, yeah. think it was five. That. Maybe I'd take San Francisco. Eight and a half, I don't know. The thing about the pros, the NFL, I don't think they have letdown games like college and high school players do. Not as violent, but no. they do. But it's yeah, not as not as violent. It's not like we're going to lose to Vanderbilt this week type of letdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 49ers best backup uh, or best quarterback is the backup. Yeah, that another another thing too, Aaron. This is a divisional game, so I think Seattle will be ready to play. Yeah. I don't think they're good enough to beat them, but they. I, I don't think they let down. There's Sylvain. He says the under looks good in that game. What was it? Forty-one. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I can the Denver Seattle game and the San Francisco Chicago yeah. game. Yeah, both went under that number uh at last uh, last week at 41. So all right. Bengals and the Cowboys, both teams lost. Both teams, well, Bengals played a little better than the Cowboys, but really not much. They were awful. Cowboys were awful. No Dak uh, in Dallas for a while. Seven point favorite here on the road are the Bengals. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> You know, you these these games with injuries and everything, it's just so hard. I don't see how Dallas could beat anybody really yeah. right now. But those are the types when they rear up and they win, you know, when you really got them down in the bottom, they they rear up and they and they and they put on a super effort and they win. You know what they're hearing down there and they've heard it all week. Damn, they don't have a quarterback. Since I does, I don't know. Seven, 
Cincinnati should have won last week, probably maybe 10, you know. I I I look for I look for the Bengals to bounce back. I don't think Joe Burrow can play any worse than he did last week. So I look for a bounce back here. I'm not touching this game, but I would take the Bengals to cover. I'm not touching the game either. It's a bounce back for both teams, but one team, Dallas, doesn't have their quarterback, but that team is at home. Uh, it's it's a weird game. I would stay away from it. Uh, Dennis totally disagrees. This is one of his best uh, bets here, or his biggest bets. He says he's playing the adjusted Bengals line to minus 14 at plus 175 and the Bengals at minus 10 at plus 120. There you go. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's all right. And also the Bengals minus seven. So he is going to pound the Bengals in this yeah. game. I'd stay away if it was me. I don't. I don't know. I mean, Cowboys will probably rally, play a good game. That's so. That's my theory on it. But they we'll might. Yeah. We'll if see. you know, they just are so inexperienced at quarterback going into this, and I don't know. I don't see how they can win. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. I mean, it, I could see Dennis hitting that bet. I, I don't know. It's it's. I, I just I they the Bengals were so bad the first week. That was the other problem. Man, they were bad. They had all kinds of chances, even despite five turnovers. I guess if they take care of the ball. Well, yeah, and, and let's face it. In. Let's face it, Burrow was bad. He was bad. He was Four bad. Options. Who would have ever thought he would do that? I mean, remember how we were bragging on him? You got him in your fantasy league. Yeah. Uh that's uncharacteristic of him. I think he bounces back. It wasn't great, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The Texans and the Broncos. Texans got that tie. The tie for the Texans is like a win. That's right. <laughs> it was a loss for the Colts. The Broncos, uh, a terrible loss uh, to go to 0-1. You got the worst coach I've ever seen coaching the Broncos after one game at least, but they're a 10-point favorite in this one. I don't know. What do you think here? That's an awful lot of points, don't you think? Mm -hmm. No, I okay, did. Now, now here's here's my here's my thing. I'm wondering uh, NFL players. Okay, they're pretty savvy when it comes to coaches. I think. What you think the mood was from the Denver players on the plane back to Denver? What are they thinking of their coaching staff? You know, because here's the thing with professional athletes at any level, they've got to respect their coaches. Because the players have more power than the coach does. Yeah. Big time coaches, the guys who have been so successful, the players respect them. They do. So after one game, I would say most of those guys are saying, is this guy a clown or what? You know? So when you got a 10 point spread on a team that may not have any confidence in the coaching staff, that's a pretty big spread. Mm hmm. So I think I, I I I do think Denver bounces back. They play well at home. I don't know about that ten point spread though. They're better than Houston, but the Texans are going to come in thinking, "Hey, we get this one. We're one zero and one. That's pretty darn good." So I think I'm going to go with Houston and the points. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going either way on this one. It's one thing if you want to bet the Rams minus 10, but betting a team like Denver minus 10, ah, I don't know. I 
here's something I'm learning. And I guess it's just because he played in Seattle, maybe I didn't know about it or it wasn't publicized because you can kind of hide out up there. But Russell Wilson is a weird freaking guy. Yeah, like, the weirdness that's come out the, just the last week. It's he like, is how weird. weird is this guy? Yeah, he's pretty strange. I don't uh, know. I didn't think he played worth a shit. He didn't. No. And I think he's aging. Yeah. And uh, I, I've said it all, all along. I don't know what how much he's got left. They don't have a lot around him either. So God, he's weird. I yeah. Don't know. I, and then I, 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 the, the field goal kick, the only thing problem I have with the field goal, and I hope Samage is right, and I, I'm 99% sure he is, there's only been one field goal of that distance ever made in mm -hmm. the NFL. And well, it's look. Dennis agreed with it, so I think that tells you all we need to know about it. <laughs> now, uh, no, come on, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> See, this is this is me. This is me, Kevin B. I don't trust a weirdo. All right, uh, I didn't realize that about him. And I was talking to the guys, and they're like, "Yeah, he's he's always been like this." I said, "How have I never known that?" It's like he's in Seattle, like he hit out. I don't know. Guy's strange, so he is. Um, I don't know. He's good. He was good in Seattle, but how good? I mean, he didn't have just unbelievable statistics. You know, yeah. he was he was good, no doubt. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll Long take season. I'll take no bet on this one. <laughs> that idea. All right, Cardinals and Raiders. Uh, Cardinals probably look like one of the worst teams in the league last week, but they did play the Chiefs. Maybe that's the, maybe they'll bounce back. Raiders, uh, you know, they didn't play too bad, but still kind of let it get away from them early, made a little bit of a comeback against the Chargers. Both teams need to win. Vegas, a five-and-a-half-point favorite here. <sighs> the Cardinals showed no signs of being good anywhere. That's the thing. Are we going to totally overreact? You know, most pro teams come back the next week and play a lot better. Uh, I would say, and again, I didn't see the Vegas game. I would say they played all right against the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are good. They were right there with them, could have won. I think the line's perfect. I'm going with Vegas to cover. I'm going with Vegas to cover as well. I think they do it by, you know, seven to 10. So I'm going to go with that minus five and a half of Vegas. I think they'll get the job done. Uh, Raiders by 20 plus Cardinals are bad, uh, broken team depleted on defense. That very well could be possible. Well, I think tonight will be interesting because if the Chiefs score like 45 tonight, well, it's like, yeah. okay, well, maybe not. That's so, right. And we don't have to make a bet on this game till later, right? That's correct. Now the line might move as well. So well, I'll say this: if the Raiders beat them by twenty plus, Kingsbury's might be out the window. Put him, put him and Scott Frost together in a room somewhere. They're out. All right, last one we'll talk about because we'll talk about the Monday night games on the Monday show. Bears, Packers. Packers are minus ten in this game. Bears got a huge win. Packers an embarrassing loss. How do you how do you see this one shaking out as we round out the NFL? Well, 10's a lot. What is it now? Is it? Yeah, still 10. Still 10. This is a rivalry. Uh, these two teams have played each other forever. The Green Bay team I saw last week can beat nobody by 10, but remember last year when they were god-awful in the first week, and then they beat somebody pretty good in week two. 
the Bears aren't very good. They didn't have any offense last week. I know the weather was bad. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Under 41 and a half. That's what yeah. I'm I kind of lean Green Bay. I think they're going to bounce back in this game, honestly. Uh, I think the line's about right, though. 10 will be about about where it's at. I don't have a lot of motivation to bet this one either. Um, Sylvain says Packers win, but not by 10. I mean, that's possible. I think it's going to be right at that number one way or the other. It's going to depend on a bounce or a break, something like that. I think it's a boring, boring game. Yeah, I've known – well, I mean, I'll watch it, but right at this moment, you don't have a ton of interest in that one. No, 17 17, 10, 20 to 10, something like that. Yeah, that would be my guess as well. All right, let's move over to college football now. Um, week three, like Papa Dude said, uh, and we will go to the top 25 action. Now, Papa Dude will have some other ones, maybe outside the top 25. I don't know if you have it this week or not, but I do. I got okay. to we, we'll cover those uh, once we get through the top 25. And we'll kick it off, as always, Oklahoma and Nebraska. The line is 11. So, Oklahoma, an 11 point favorite in this game at Lincoln. Of course, Scott Frost fired earlier in the week. All right. I've got it. I've got an opinion. It's going to shock you on this one. But what about you? What's your opinion on this one? Well, <laughs> uh, Shoddy, by the way, I saw that you were going to try college football. You, you're doing pretty well in horse racing. Now you're going to try betting college football. Now be patient. <laughs> be very patient in college football. Uh, by the way, Daniel Thompson just gave us an injury update on the Patriots. Mac Jones is doubtful for that game. So before you place your bets, keep an eye on that. Okay. All right. Back to this one. Maybe I'll let you go first. I'm taking Nebraska plus 11. Holy shit. Now, all right. <laughs> okay. For those of you, maybe that's tuning in for the first time. After last week, when Nebraska lost, he said, I can't remember exactly what you said. I think you said you'll never go to Oklahoma and watch them play ever again right. if Nebraska covers or wins. That's correct. All right. What has changed? I've been reading a lot of shit about Scott Frost. Oh, really? And I think they despised him. And I think he wasn't really doing his job. And uh, I just have a feeling scaring me. I just have a feeling they're going to play a great game Saturday. I do too. I've said this all along. I don't think it's a situation where a coach that they loved got fired. I think it's a situation where a coach they did not like got fired. Now, who knows if they like the new guy or not? I have no idea. I think they're going to rally. They're going to play a great game. I think no matter how much you tell our guys, hey, they're good. They can move the ball. It's Nebraska. They're going to be just like I am or was and be like, they suck. doesn't matter. I, be ready. I think Nebraska jumps out ahead, and I think they end up covering. I think OU will win. I think it's a four-quarter game. I'm going Nebraska plus 11. Okay. I am too, and I am terrified of this game. Me too. I'm, I, I, there's just – when they fired Frost, I thought, oh, God, that's the worst thing that happened to OU. And like you say, if they didn't like him, it is double worse because the players will definitely rally around the new guy if they didn't like the old guy. Yeah. Here's what scares me to death. Nebraska, I know they haven't played anybody, but they've moved the ball. Yes. Okay? They've moved the ball. And that's a problem. 
So they have a good quarterback. We know that. Casey Thompson was very good at Texas. I don't know why he left Texas, but he was okay. OU tried their hardest to get him out of the transfer portal. And he decided to go to Nebraska, and this was after OU got Dylan Gabriel. So they are going to score some points on us. Our defense has been good, but they aren't great. What scares me is I don't know how good Oklahoma's offense is. Mm -hmm. If we had our typical offense, I would not be near as scared. But to only score seven on Kent State, in a half, and you scored right at the end of the half to get to seven. I don't give a shit what they say. That is not a good sign. No. And if they don't do any better than that in the first half of Nebraska, and they may be down two scores at halftime. That's the worry. That is the worry. We don't know much about this team. We don't know. And it's not going to surprise me if they get beat because I firmly believe we're going to get Nebraska's best shot. You know they're focused. The crowd is going to be crazy. It's a it, it's a hostile environment. Uh, I'm scared to death of this game. If we win, I just want to win by one point and triple overtime. That'll be fine. Oh. Of course, you can't. You can only win by two. I, I'd be I'd be satisfied with that. Listen, I I am I'm concerned about the game because of the stuff I've been reading. I, I think you know I, I kind of thought well you know they're kind of going to be down, but I think they're going to be way up for the game. So. I'm worried about it now. I'm telling you, I, I think I think it's it's going to be shaky for a while. And like I said, the biggest problem is our offense is kind of whatever. We don't really know what it is. It might be all right, but it hasn't looked great. Our defense has looked really good, but what will it look like against an actual team that has decent players? I'm not sure. And not either. If we struggle offensively, that's going to be a four quarter game. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go the Huskers plus the eleven. Never thought I'd say that, but. No, I didn't either. Now, now I'm really scared. Listen, I think we'll get their best shot, and they have nothing to lose. This nope. would completely turn around their season. Let's oh. pretend they love they love uh, the, the new guy beating Oklahoma and, and rallying, and maybe you know, maybe he could get the job. Even you know, stuff well, like that. Why, why are we going through their minds? So, if they beat Oklahoma. They're good enough to beat Oklahoma. Again, we don't know for sure how good the Sooners are. Yeah. With the teams that are on their schedule, why can't they go ahead and win eight games? Maybe nine. Their schedule's not very strong. This is a win and get out for me. This is a win and get out of there. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just win and get out of there. Yep. I agree. I don't know. I, I I'm awful worried. We're going to be on here Monday (laughs) and we're going to, we're going to lose this game. You may be on uh, after the game. Yeah, somebody, Kevin, was that you saying, hey, you guys need to be on after the game if they lose or it's close or something? So we might do that. We might do that. Who knows? There you go. We're both taking the Huskers plus 11 in this game. All right, Georgia, South Carolina. Uh, Georgia, 24.5-point favorite. South Carolina, uh, you know, they didn't play terrible against Arkansas, but got a lot of points late to kind of make that closer than it was. Uh, Georgia just slept walk, but they could easy. So what do you think about this one? That's a lot of points. But how many times did I say that with Georgia last year? Uh, I don't know what they did in Sanford. Maybe they played the third string the whole second half. I, I didn't, I never, I wasn't impressed with the score, but we don't know what happened. 
if South Carolina wouldn't come off a road game in Fayetteville, I'd give them a chance. I'm not going to bet it, but if I did, I'd take South Carolina in the points. I, that's a that's 25 points. You know, you're talking 37 to 10 on the road. going to be a murder in Columbia. You do? I, I yeah. don't. There's going to be a murder. Hopefully, there's the police aren't watching because Georgia's going to beat them by 40, I'd say. Well, I don't care if they do, but that's just a lot of points. I think they're going to kill them. <laughs> I just feel like they're going to kill them. <laughs> I'm not touching it. All right, let's move on. UConn and Michigan. Michigan, 47 and a half point favorite. I mean, they're favored by like 100 every game here in this, this early part of the season. I don't know. There's nothing really to do here, right? Well, you want to bet uh, the, the spread, you get you take UConn. No, uh, Michigan didn't cover last week against Hawaii. Hey, they have played a really good uh, three-game schedule, haven't they? They have, yeah. <laughs> Big-time <laughs> opponents coming into Ann Arbor. They've played Hawaii, UConn. Who was their first week one? I can't even remember. Eastern Michigan or somebody. No, they played uh, – let me – I didn't think I'd need my book, and then you asked. <laughs> yeah, Last yeah. week was Hawaii. Yeah. Really good team there. Um, yeah, they, may, they may be the worst. I Yeah, I think Duquesne could beat Hawaii. Colorado State was week one. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Yeah. So, uh, no, there's nothing else to talk about unless you want to want say UConn covers or yeah. beat the spread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, – you are a sicko if you bet UConn football, Kevin B says. It wasn't directed right. to me, but I, I'm going to pretend it was. So. <laughs> now, will there be a murder in Lexington? How about this? Youngtown State uh, coming in. They're pretty solid every year. They're going to try to knock off the Wildcats after a huge win. What do we think about this one? Uh, it's an interesting game because uh, the coach from Kentucky is from Youngstown. They're having a big celebration up there, too, uh, because – He's the all-time winningest coach at Kentucky now, so they're going to honor him hmm. at the game. Uh, Bob Stoops is going. This is where I heard it. I heard him talking about it. Uh, so uh, Kentucky will be a little flat, but they're going to be Youngstown. There's no spread on it because it's an FCS team. So I think I think I think the game will be a little bit closer than people expect, but there's no spread. So oh, yeah. for betting purposes, I I don't know if you can find a spread. Depending on what it is, if it's like in the 30s, yeah, I would actually take Youngstown. There's no line, Sylvain, because Youngstown State is in a division lower than Kentucky. Yeah, correct. Will Calipari be present at the ceremony? (laughs) (laughs) Basketball school or football school? Well, we'll see. Hilarious. Let's move on. Texas State and Baylor. Baylor trying to bounce back. 30-point favorites here. I kind of think they're going to bounce back, have a good game. They didn't play that bad last week. Just got beat. What do you think about this one? I agree with you totally. Yeah, not much to talk about there. (laughs) BYU and Oregon. Oregon got smoked week one by Georgia. They did come back and win an easy one last week. BYU 2-0. They they smoked South Florida. They survived uh, Baylor. Now they go on on the road to Oregon. What do you think? Minus three and a half for the Ducks here. Well, again, they're not getting any respect, BYU. Look at this. 12 against 25, and you're not favored. So the top 25 doesn't mean anything, obviously. I think they're getting totally disrespected. I'm taking BYU to win this one. 
BYU plus a three and a half. I like it too. And Jason says he's going to make history on this show. Here's his first ever Cougar parlay of the week. <laughs> BYU, Oregon under 58 and a half. And the Washington State money line plus 116 on DraftKings. There you go. Like it. Cougar parlay of the week. We need I like it. <laughs> All right. Let's move on here. Both on BYU and that. That's going to be a good game. Mississippi goes on the road to take on Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech looked pretty helpless when they played a Clemson team a couple of weeks ago. Mississippi, yeah, they've just been okay against yes, two right. easier opponents. What do you think? 16.5-point favorites here on the road. I think that's a little high. I think Georgia Tech might be able to uh, play that a little closer. I'm not real high on Mississippi yet. I do think they're getting a little better. Not going to bet it. But I think that's one you might look at as possibility. I like Mississippi in this game. Uh, Georgia Tech, they're going to have to prove that they've got a pulse before I play them in anything. I, I like I like Mississippi to cover. I, they haven't been great, but I think they're good enough to cover at Georgia Tech. All right, Penn State goes on the road to Auburn. This is a great game last year, Auburn at Penn State. Uh, now Penn State returns the favor and goes to Auburn. Both teams 2-0. and Auburn has been pretty shaky but they have won two games. Penn State's looked a little better, in my opinion, coming into it. They're a three-point favorite. What do you think? Well, they've got a lot better win, Penn State does, than Auburn does. Uh, it's kind of the same way last year. Auburn had played nobody going up to uh, uh, Penn State, and the Nittany Lions came away with a win. I was impressed with Penn State at Purdue, and I think uh, Auburn's still struggling a little bit. Um, I do like Auburn's coach a lot. I'd like for him to win this game and save himself for a while. But I, I'm going to go ahead and go with Penn State to win it. Uh, Kevin says he do, he knows you should not uh, you should not never bet small road favorites like this. But he loves Penn State in the situation. I do too. I, I think Penn State's going to win this game. I don't know about Auburn. You said last year they didn't play anybody going before they went up there, but they won sixty to ten and sixty two to nothing. Yeah. This year they haven't played anybody and they won 42 to 16 and last week 24 to 16. That's got me a little worried. I don't know. I don't think they're very good. I don't think they are either. I think Purdue's a better team than Auburn and Penn State did go to Purdue and win. That's so, right. Purdue's pretty good. I think they're decent. All right. Louisiana Monroe and Alabama. Alabama trying to bounce back from a nearly losing uh, last week. What do you think about uh, the tide this week? Is it everything going to be right in the world? Yeah, I think so. Let's move along. All right. Uh, Liberty and Wake Forest. Wake Forest, 16 and a half point favorite. That's a lot. They did look good. Sam Hartman is back. They beat Vanderbilt by 20 last week. Will they beat Liberty by 16 and a half? Or I, I don't think uh, Vanderbilt's as good as Liberty. And Wake Forest doesn't beat people very bad, usually. You know, they beat Vanderbilt by 20. 16 and a half, they're going to win. But give me liberty and the points. Give me liberty or give me death. That's right. Uh, liberty won 29-27 on the road at Southern Miss. They beat UAB, a pretty decent opponent, 21-14. to um, Yeah, I'll take I'll take liberty plus the points. I think Wake's going to win, though. Yeah, I do, too. Toledo and Ohio State, another lopsided one here. I think Ohio State will probably cover, but they, they haven't looked great yet. Is this nope. the game they kind of get going? Maybe. Toledo's not bad. You know, that's a pretty good team. Um, so 32 is a lot. They should cover that. I think so. Let's have to see. 
Let's see what happens. Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Oklahoma State. No line on that one. Shouldn't be much of a game. This one's interesting. There is a line out. It's not on ESPN, but there is a line out. Missouri State and Arkansas. And you might say, well, why is that interesting? Well, Bobby Petrino coaches Missouri State. Of course, he was the coach at Arkansas with a famous motorcycle accident and was then fired. But he had Arkansas at a high, high level until that happened. Petrino is coming back to Fayetteville to take on the Hogs. By the way, Bobby Petrino has turned around a program that nobody could turn around. Missouri That's State right. was a dumpster fire for 100 years. Now they're good. Yep. 23 and a half is the line here. Arkansas oh. is a 23 and a half point favorite. What do you think about this game? Well, they should not be able to stay on the field with Arkansas. No. And it's not wasn't just an act motorcycle accident. <laughs> well, do that. Uh, I think it was the volleyball coach was with him. And uh, anyway, we're not going to get into that, but that's just a little teaser there if you don't know. And he got fired, and it was very controversial because, you know, you can do whatever you want when you're the coach and you're winning like he was at Arkansas. So a lot of fans were just wanting to overlook that little incident, but the uh, powers that be said no. Uh, 23 and a half. That is extremely interesting. I don't think they can play with Arkansas. Now, here's the deal. I don't think it'll care at all. I don't think Arkansas cares. I mean, I don't – are they going to get up for this game because he's coming? I don't think so. No, nobody on that team or that coach. Well, they don't give the shit, shit, I think they're going to blow them out. 23 and a half, the only way Missouri State uh, beats that spread if they score a couple of late touchdowns, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Missouri State might be able to move the ball a bit on them, but they're not going to be able to stop them. No. Uh, I think I think Arkansas will roll in this game. I think it'll be a blowout. Uh, I don't think Missouri State will. Yeah. But it's still, it's kind of a fun game uh, if you know the backstory of old Bobby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, coming back to Fayetteville, we'll see what happens. But he's uh, done a good job at Missouri State so far. He's, got, he's done a good job anywhere. Petrino, is a he's, a, he's an arrogant, strange guy that can freaking coach. He can coach. Here's one thing that is interesting, and I agree. Now, Kevin B was talking about maybe letdown games in the NFL. This has letdown game it's written right. all over it for Arkansas. Right. They're coming off two nice wins. That's right. They got a huge game next week against AM. A game that oh, they if they could get that one, huge. Oh, huge, yes. They ain't gonna be ready for this game. <laughs> I agree. Oh, Thing to the players, uh, but 23 and a half against a one an FCS team, and you're the number 10, 10 team in the country. You got to cover that. They they might not be ready for the game and still cover it, but I, it's not going to shock me if they get off to kind of a slow start in this game. Yeah, they could. They could. So, boy, if this Arkansas team, if they could beat Missouri State and then they beat AM, they host Alabama. <laughs> in two weeks is Alabama. Yes. Oh boy, that would be that'll be one of the most wild games in the history of Fayetteville, Arkansas. That would be unbelievable. That would, that would be something else. Yep, they had a good shot to do it. Well, we'll see. I think they do as well. So, yep. gotta win this week. Gotta beat Bobby first, and then we'll worry about old Jimbo down at A and M, most overrated coach in the country. All right, we'll go on now. Uh, uh, Akron and uh, Tennessee. Oh, God. Um, Tennessee, forty-seven and a half point favorites here. I don't know. They're going to dominate this game. Oh, they'll kill them. Yeah. This is a good one here. Yeah, this is a good one. Some of these aren't. This is Texas Tech 2-0. They beat Houston last week. 
They go on the road to take on the 2-0 North Carolina State Wolfpack. Ten-and-a-half-point favorite here in North Carolina State. I don't know. That's a lot of points, Papa Dude. It is. It's going to be a tough game. Uh, Tech won against Houston last week, which was a good win. First trip on the road. Go to Raleigh. North Carolina State thinks they're pretty good. They need to cover that. You know, Texas Tech's not highly uh, thought of. I think they're going to cover this. I, I I do. I think they're going to. I think they're going to be ready for this game. And I'm not. I'm not sure Texas is good as we think. So I'm. I'm going to go with North Carolina State to cover it. I'm going to go. North Carolina State's going to win, but I really think Texas Tech will cover. I think they'll play them. It might be ten. You know, it might be like forty-one, thirty-one. I think they will score, and I think they'll keep it close. So I think they're going to cover this one. So. We shall see. Let's see. Texas Tech Houston three overtime game to hit the over by 0.5. And then I had the under oh, God. Oh. And that is when you just want to puke. <laughs> Kevin B, that is gross. All right, let's move on. Uh Michigan State and Washington. Great game here. Uh -huh. Michigan State, and they're both two and oh. Washington, a three-point favorite. How do you see this one shaking out? Well, again, let's look at the number 11 team in the country. That's number 11. Yeah. That means there's 120 teams below them. Or a three-point underdog against a team that's not ranked. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Uh, again, these rankings are so screwed up. <laughs> but it's early in the season. you, you got to rank somebody. Yeah. Well, we're going to find out how good is Michigan State. They should win if, if they're number 11, right? Mm -hmm. Washington was awful last year. They got a couple of wins already. I don't think they really played anybody. Uh, well, this is pretty easy. If you like Michigan State, take them. Uh, I'm not betting this because I'm don't. I'm, I'm just not sold on these. I don't know enough about Washington to bet it. I think Michigan State should win. <sighs> this is a tough game. I think Washington is going to win this game. It's at night. It's on the road. I think Michigan State is overrated. I know Washington may not be great, but that's a really tough place to play. I'm going Washington. All right. I'm it's going Washington. Game. It's a tough game. Jason with me. Kevin <laughs> B says 75% of the money is on Michigan State. Give me Washington. Give me, give me the other side. So I'll take, I'll take the Huskies at this spot. Whoop, we will see what happens. All right, let's go on here. A couple more. South Florida and Florida, twenty-four point favorite are the Gators. I think the Gators are going to cover this. I do. Finally, play an easier team. What do you think? I, I think so too. Unless they're a little flat. They might be, but I think they'll be relieved that they're playing a, a, a little bit easier opponent. Yeah, so, I think so, too. They'll be fired up. All right, move on. Pittsburgh goes to Western Michigan. This is so toughy here. Western Michigan uh, uh, is a 10-point underdog at home. Do you think they can cover this? Uh, Pittsburgh cover? Uh, they should. Now, I saw this morning, though, one of the guys I read, this is a bet where he picked Western Michigan to uh, beat the spread. So, I guess they're thinking maybe Pitt might be a little down this week. Western Michigan's decent. No, I, I'm gonna, I'm sticking with Pitt. All right, I'm going to go with Western Michigan. All right, <laughs> go with Western Michigan. Uh, I think I think they'll cover it. I really do. I don't know how good Pitt is. Um, I don't know. 
I'm not gonna beware the directional Michigan schools exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. West Western Michigan beat them last year. Revenge game for Pitt. So maybe that's in their head though. And they, they they're too high for this game. I don't think they care. All right. Louisiana Tech goes to Clemson. 33 point play, favorite for the Tigers. Can they beat anybody by 33? That's the I, I think they can beat Louisiana Tech by 33. We'll I see. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. All right. This is I think we're actually going to learn something. Yeah. We will. Texas San Antonio, they're a good team. They lost in overtime to Houston, and then they won in overtime last week. They're one and one. Um, Texas is one and one, but their one loss came by one point to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Texas is a 12 and a half point favorite. Logic says they should cover this, right? So will they cover it? Well, you would have to think they're going to be fl- uh, flat. Yes. You'd have to think that. They are at home. UTSA is pretty good. Um yeah. But you know Texas is better. Here's the thing. They, they've got a, their backup quarterback playing. 12 and a half is a lot to cover. I know a lot of people are going with UTSA in this one. It's, uh, it's, it's tempting. I'm sure you're going to go with them. But I'm going to go with the Longhorns. No, I'm going to go with the Horns. I'm not a believer in UTSA. I, I'm going with the Horns. I think they're going to get it done here. There's okay. no way UTSA will beat Texas, right? I don't think, and I didn't say beat him. We're talking about the spread here. There's no way UTSA is going to beat Texas. No way. It's impossible. I'm trying to get him to beat him. So. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> trying to talk him into it. All right, three games left here. Miami and Texas A&M. Huge bounce back chance here for the for the Aggies. They need it bad. They're six-point favorites, believe it or not, against the number 13 team, Miami. Yeah. Um, what do you think? This is an odd game, right? Very odd. Uh, neither team has been impressive. Uh, I would say Miami is a little more impressive than AM. I don't know where to go with this. Uh, I'm not sold on Miami. They haven't won a game like this in forever. I think AM does bounce back. But here's the thing if you don't have any offense, it's hard to bounce back. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they do. So they're going to have to get some turnovers, I think, and score off some turnovers to win. Uh, I just don't know where to go with this, so I'm staying away with it, away from it. Dennis makes a good point. You can get into this Texas UTSA game for four dollars. What, what a deal that is! That's unbelievable. I have no idea why that would be four dollars, but I don't either. Uh, Jason says, "Go Miami." He wants the Jimbo chaos. I'm I lean with Kevin B. I don't think Miami's that good. Of course, I don't think A and M's very good either. I'll I'll just say A and M. Try to jinx them as well. I'd love for them. <laughs> uh, San Diego State uh, team that didn't San Diego State screw you week one? They yeah, they did. So I'm not on them. Well, what do you think? They're 21 point underdogs at Utah. Any chance? Well, I think the San Diego State team of last year would beat that, but. No, I don't think so this year. I think Utah's – I think they're going to hammer them. So I'm going to stay with, with the Utes in this right, one. The Utes will be tough as well. Finally, save the best for last. You can get yeah. in for $34 to see Lincoln Riley's USC Trojans, who are 2-0 and and number seven in the country, against Fresno State. What do you think about this one? Fresno State 1-1, one and one, but they're decent. They're decent. I'd really be on them a lot had they won last week. But Oregon State went in there and beat them. In Fresno, which kind of dampened them for me. Uh, I think USC, what is it, 12? I can see like, I don't know, 45 to 24 in this one. So I'm going to go USC to cover. 
Fresno will cover this. There's no doubt. No, plus the 12. Take them. Lock them up. Oh, my God. Plus 12. Lock them up. That'll be a close game. Really close. All right. All right. Let's. Well, let, me, right. let me give you my two best, okay? okay? Or maybe three. Go ahead. All right. I don't know whether you saw the line on Nevada and Iowa. Okay. Yes, I've seen it. Okay. Now, this is a sucker bet, no doubt. Iowa is a 23-and-a-half-point favored over Nevada, and they've scored 14 damn points in two games. Seven against an FCS school. And they didn't score a touchdown in that game. Though. No. Yeah. Okay, so all of us expert bettors here. How can they be 23 and a half point favorites when they've only scored 14 points? So isn't this the easiest bet of all time? It seems it. It seems it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. And then the over-under is 39. Okay? Yeah. Now, let's think about this. If they're going to win and cover that, they're going to have to score – at least 24 points, right? And that's if they shut the other team out and the other team has scored some points. Right. So let's see, they score seven. Then Iowa's got to score 31. Or let's say, heaven forbid, Nevada scores 14. Uh-huh. Then Iowa's got to score 38. <laughs> right. How can you possibly not pick that game and go with Nevada? Well, Nevada did lose to a FCS school last week. Oh, they scored 41 points. They did, but they also gave up 55. So here's the deal. If Iowa can't get to 20 points this week, it it, it all needs to be imploded. Their defense <laughs> is terrible. So, but but they scored seven against an FCS school. So I'm with you. I think I saw it and, and laughed. I just can't. I, I'm afraid to bet it. To be do honest, think, do you think this could happen? Do you think the Iowa quarterback might be left-handed and he's throwing with the wrong arm? <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <sighs> hey, here's the deal. Kevin says if, if Papa Dude, if Aaron was the offensive coordinator and he was coaching the offense at Iowa this this poorly, you'd probably fire him. I was talking about this on the way. To the OU game. All right. This is the guy that's never coached a down of football in his life and never will. But hear me out. If I was going into a season and I did not have a quarterback that was any good, I would be smart enough, I think, to see it. Yeah. Hey. And I would find the best athlete on the field and I would move him to quarterback and we'd run the option. And you know what? We still may not be great, but we would have some plays that we could go to in tough spots. <laughs> And we it, just run the option. It, it, some it, teams would, wouldn't would stop it, and some wouldn't. But well, we could at least move the ball some. You couldn't be any worse. And no. And and the other mystery. This is the mystery of the year. This is a great head coach. I don't care what anybody says. This guy is a fantastic coach. To not have a quarterback after you saw him so bad last year. Is absolutely baffling well, to, uh, to both of us that they with the transfer portal the way it is. You're in the transfer exactly, 
We saw two quarterbacks in Norman. Neither one of them were great, but they, they are better than what Iowa has. Yes. You got to think you could call up a Kent State's quarterback and say, hey, do you want to come to Iowa? You'll start. I just don't understand it. It's a mystery to me. So that is a real mystery. So that is my – I'm just going to throw this out. Now, okay, Kevin, here's the deal. <laughs> Sylvain says he hopes Cleveland drafts him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Option football will work in college. Army, Navy, that's how yeah, they compete. It will. That's how they, they equalize. Air Force. Air Force. Honestly, I would be a perfect school to try the option. They're yeah. always awful offensively. They are. They are. Anyway. Uh, I t- <sighs> Kevin, do you actually think <laughs> – I, I, I just – I find it hard to believe that it's all of the offensive coordinator's fault. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you, it's it, if he's in charge of recruiting – Well, if you want to blame him for that, yes. But I don't know. I don't know. Get I don't that. know what this is. But let's go to bet number two. Okay. Mississippi State, two-and-a-half-point favorite at LSU. Yep. Okay. Now, until Mississippi State goes in there and beats LSU on the road, I got to take the Tigers. As bad as they looked the other night against Florida State, these are games that Mississippi State does not win. So they got to prove it to me first. I can't go there. Tom Wood agrees. He said LSU at home plus three. I can't. I just LSU looks so bad. Prove, I can't. They got to prove it to me. They've got to prove they can go in that environment and win. Well, I, I'll say this. I think it's a toss-up game, and my my reasoning is if it's a toss-up toss-up game, take the points. So, all right, here's my. Next that's point. not going to be one of my best bets. I do agree that okay. I'll take LSU. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna throw another one out there. Okay, Purdue. At Syracuse. Yeah, yes, yes. Syracuse is favored. I take Purdue in this game. I pick Purdue in this game, yeah. Well, I'll be darn. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's a good one. I've seen that. I think Purdue is a better team than Syracuse. I think the Qs have done well two games in a row. They look good. Do. I don't think they're going to be Purdue. Okay. Yeah. Western Kentucky at Indiana. Indiana, six and a half. Western Kentucky has lit it up two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Indiana did beat Illinois, but shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. They were behind against Idaho. I think Western Kentucky could win that game outright. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Okay. These are going fast, so I'll just throw these out there. Throw another one. UTEP minus three at New Mexico. Should they win by more than three? Yeah, give me UTEP. I, I tell you what, that the UTEP team that we saw, and of course, sometimes when we see teams, they're playing pretty well. They're up for the game, but yeah. that was a pretty good team, I think, for their level, I'm saying. Yeah, I think they beat Utah worse than three. Yeah. The South, New Mexico. South Alabama Okay. at UCLA. UCLA's 15 and a half. Won't they beat them worse than that? I'll take South Alabama. That feels like a trap. Okay. <laughs> that just feels like a trap to me. Okay. I I think they cover that easy. Louisiana, one of the best teams in in, in the uh, whatever they call it, group of five conferences. Uh-huh. Minus twelve 
at Rice. Oh, Louisiana. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. Okay. And my final one. Okay. North Dakota State, which could probably win eight games in Division One, <laughs> mm-hmm. is at Arizona, which is better this year. They're a one-point favorite on the road against a Pac-12 team. And would you bet against them? I picked North Dakota State. Yeah, I did too. So that'll be an interesting game. Now, I didn't. I think I might have read this wrong, but I read somewhere the last six games they have played against Division One opponents, they've all been on the road and they've won every one of them. I think that's true. Yeah, they've either won or covered in every one of them. So we kind of discussed how some some of these FCS programs they just throw them to the wolves. But that the good ones will schedule in Arizona that they can beat. Yeah, a team they can beat. And that's what they do. And they may not beat them, but they can compete with them. So yeah. yeah, they don't go to Alabama. They don't go to Oklahoma. They don't go to those places. They go to Arizona, Iowa State, yeah. uh, Wyoming, places like that, that that they can compete with. Yep. North Give me the bison. I'm with you. Players. North Dakota State's got pro players all over the field. So how about this? Why isn't North Dakota State uh division one? That's a good question. I think they will go there before long. I think they do. But here's the deal, Dennis. Why would you switch when you're winning the national championship every year yeah. and you're not going to win the national championship at North Dakota State? You're just not at Division One. The progress of this program's really happened before Papa Dude and I's eyes. Uh, I, I tell the story a lot. 1992. We saw North Dakota State play a Division II playoff game at Pittsburgh State, which is in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Uh, one of the best games we've ever attended, no matter the, the level. And uh, they were, like I said, Division II. And then a few years later, they're Division I AA, now FCS. I would not be surprised if they become Division I. I think they might for the money, but yeah. it doesn't – okay. I would rather win – National championships at FCS mm-hmm. and finish seven and five, eight and four at the next level. Guys, they're not going to be elite because of where they're located. Right. Big it's problem good. there. And their upgrading facilities would have to be massive. It would. Yeah. 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 Ooh, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet calling the game tonight. That'll be interesting. Oh, that will be good. Two good guys here. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. That is it for the show. You said you've got questions, though. It's time for the question portion of the show. Everything has just been a preliminary till now. That's right. Now, I have some winners, I think, tonight, which probably means they're flops. Okay. Okay. All right. And I want all you guys in the chat to come along with your answers, too. Okay. All right, so here we go. All right, question number one. I'm ready. If you could have a one-on-one conversation with a famous person, an interview or a one-on-one conversation with a favorite person, who would it be? A famous person, who would it be? Oh, my God. That's a tough one. Well, you can name two or three. Uh, The Reds are ahead of the Cardinals, by the way. Uh, Let's see. Dang it. you got to be kidding me. Not kidding. What is it? One to nothing. Oh, well, that's okay. If I could have a conversation with a f- famous person, 
Somebody you've always wanted to sit down and talk to. Tom Wood says Don Haskins. The um, coach at Texas El Paso. You go first. <laughs> okay, this is so easy for me. Okay. Okay. Oh, I know who yours is. Who? Barry Switzer. Absolutely. Yeah. I could sit and talk to that guy the entire night, and I think he would sit and talk to me the entire night. I'll show you something. Let me show you something. I'm going to rip here. Sandy's got Oprah, and, and that would be fascinating for her. She idolizes Oprah. See so, this guy right here? This this is my my one of my best friends, Kelby Von Hemel. He's a mm -hmm. hell of a guy. Yep. One time, Barry Switzer and Toby Keith were up at the Carousel Club at Oakland. And his dad said, hey, come up here. And uh, he's, Kelby is standing right next to me. And I said, all right, I'll see you in a minute. You got to go do something, right? And uh, he goes up there. And he's up there 45 minutes. He comes back. He said, boy, you'll, you'll never get for, uh, uh, guess who I was hanging out with. Said, who was it? Barry Switzer and Toby Keith. And I said, you know, here we are. Yeah. Great friends. And you didn't tell me you were with Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer. Come on. He's like, yeah, he was drunk up there. He was having such a good time. He always says Telling old stories. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. This guy. Yeah. He would be, I would love to sit down and talk to him. And I would love to do an interview with Steve Asmussen. Um, Absolutely love to do that. A one-on-one -on -one hour interview and ask him everything I want to ask him. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be fascinating in the mainstream, but no. Uh, yeah, uh, Oprah. Jason mentions Tiger Woods. That's he's on my list too. But Tiger Woods. It's yeah. never gonna happen. So <laughs> Al Michaels, that'd be cool. Al Michaels would be really good. I did, and again, most of you don't know who this is, but I did get to meet and talk for a long time with Billy Sims, yeah, uh, Oklahoma running back, and one of the just sat and talked uh, from to me for a long time, answered every question I ever had. Uh, a great person. I'd love to talk to Bob Stoops. I think he would be great. Yeah. Uh, I I I don't. I, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Uh, there's got to be. I just can't. Okay. Trisha, yeah, I know you're a big Steve Asmussen fan. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, Howard Stern would probably be mine. That would be a good. That yeah, he would be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, just to talk to. You know, we're, we're it would be what we're talking about here. It's just a very laid back setting. Yeah. To, you just happen to run into him somewhere, and you you got the opportunity to sit and talk with him. I think it would be great. I would love to talk to Wayne Gretzky. I think that would be great. Yeah. Be like Miranda Lambert and yeah. one of her heroes. She also mentioned Jennifer Lopez. Um, I would, I, I would say uh, I would love to talk to Wayne Gretzky. He would be up there very high. Yeah. Very intellectual guy too. I've heard him interview yeah. before. I would he, uh, Ryan O'Reilly. I would love to love to sit and to have a, have a yeah. time with Ryan. Um, I'm trying to think of a, you know, Jim Ross would be a really good one for me too, the wrestling announcer. He has seen it all in wrestling. Yeah. And yeah. he's an OU fan. And that would be the guy you want to talk to. 
He has seen it all in wrestling and he's seen it all at OU. So Jim Ross would be that's a great true. That's that's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh Faraday. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, you know. Uh Johnny Bench, he's a good Oklahoma boy. You know, Sylvain, I never liked Gary Carter, so I may be on your shit list now, but I never did care for him too much. Yeah, uh, is this true? He said, did you see today when it came out, Gretzky ate McDonald's every day when he I played? I did not see that, no. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, JR, be good. Bird, Jordan, Barkley. I don't – honestly, I don't know. Uh, Bird, I don't like I'd care for any of those guys. <laughs> No, Jordan's not going to be honest with you, probably. Um, Willie Mays, Tom, you're getting old there. Yeah. <laughs> is Willie still alive? I think he is. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think he is. I think he is. Okay, here's number two. Okay. Okay. This will probably be a little quicker one here. What's your favorite toy or game growing up? Well, that's tough. <laughs> that's why we ask them. A toy or game. Like, I, I used to love to play Sorry as a kid. The board game, Sorry. Does that count? Yeah. 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 But, I mean, when the PlayStation or the Nintendo came out, like that. All the board games, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, my favorite, uh, the NCAA football games are my favorite of all time. Yeah. I played them for hours, so that'd be the answer. Tom um, played Kick the Can. Get the can. Tom, Tom, Tom is 100 years old. Yeah, video games. Yeah, if favorite video game, you would say that too. Sure, yeah, that counts. Sure. Yeah. I, I would say the NCAA, any of the NCAA games. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Tom got me going. A game we used to do when we were kids, we would get a purse, an old purse. We got one of our mom's old purses, and we put a, a string on it. Like it was fishing line where you couldn't see it. And we put it in the middle of the road and we'd hide behind a bush and we'd wait for people to stop in the car and try to pick that purse up and then we'd pull it. And I'm telling you, we just die laughing. Mm. And so one time, this son of a bitch got out of that car and took off after us. And I never ran so hard in my life. <laughs> Well, there you go. There's that. All you baseball guys, uh, some of you may have had this. There was, a, there was, I think they still make it. The greatest baseball game that was ever made, but it's not a video game, was called Stratomatic. Yeah, that was good. Stratomatic baseball, you had teams, and it was a board game, but you rolled the dice, and it was based on, on the player statistics from the year before. That was so much fun. If you were a baseball fan, like I used to be. Yeah, no, for sure. That, that was a great game. And I, yeah. I played that game. I think we still make those too. Yeah. RBI I, baseball is a great uh, video game. Yeah, it was good. I like, uh, I like, sorry. Yeah. You know, um, some days at school when, when we didn't have anything to do, I, or just, I, I can't, I don't remember why, but we would play sorry and the kids loved it. Yeah. Love Uno. They'll sit and play Uno all day long. Oh yeah. And that's a fun one. Yeah. I have a 437 game losing streak going on in that. <laughs> <laughs> now, does anybody on the chat or do you, Oh, Oh, Jason, I just saw this. 
Mike Tyson's punch out was fantastic. Oh, that was great. What were some of those guys? Come uh, on. Bob Bull and Justin uh, <laughs> Honda. Oh, my God. The hardest one. Who was the last one you had to beat? You remember? So, uh, Soda, Pop, Soda Popinski was the second to last one. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Oh, uh, the hippo yeah. guy. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Yahtzee. Yep. Yep, Yahtzee. I played Yahtzee. My mother loved to play Yahtzee. Buy her a game called All Star Baseball. All Star Baseball. Remember yep. that? They yep. had all, it was it was countries like uh, well, some of them was like the Lovely Ladies were a team, <laughs> and uh, the Japan had a team, and it was it was awesome. Yeah, Monopoly. Uh, Monopoly's an all timer. Monopoly, sure. Yeah. Candy Man, Monopoly. Yeah. 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 There, there were some. Uh, yeah, those are great games. Yeah. Uh, we got time for one more. Or do you want to save it? Uh, let's see. Let's do this. Is it the last one? Right, That's yeah. the last one. Yep. All right. This is a good one. This is really a good one here. Okay. Well, maybe we should save it. No, no. Okay. Hey, the chat is into this. You have to yeah, I know. please the fans. That's what this is all about. You're right. In fact, I'm thinking maybe before we start the show next week, you guys come up with a question. <laughs> Other than the job you have now, okay, which you are great at. Thank you. What is something else that you think you would be good at? Nothing. <laughs> That's my son right there. You're the only thing I can do right now. So that is such bullshit. What is something else you think you would be pretty darn good at? Uh, I don't. I really I don't know, know exactly what I would be good at. Go ahead. I would have been a fabulous talk show host. <laughs> you would have. I agree. Because I can. I would ask them. The craziest stuff. You you would have been a very good talk show. I agree. I with you. Fantastic. I can I, interview people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would. I would have. I would have. Um, Sylvain, harness trainer. He has more than hundred wins. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree, Sylvain. Good one. That is. Uh, yeah. There was another one I had too that would have been really good. Yeah, you'd be a good talk show host. I agree. I good at that. Um, you know, when I got out of teaching the first time, uh, I never thought I was a great coach. Some people did, but I, 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 I never did. But anyway, I was okay. But anyway, when I got out of teaching the first time, me and uh, my buddy sat down when I was thinking about doing it, and we were talking. He obviously was old Todd, and he was always truthful with me. Yeah. You know, there's very, very few things in life you're really good at. Yeah. And he said, Mike, he said, you are a fabulous teacher. Yeah. He said, you got to think about that before you get out of it. You got to think about it because he said, there's very few things in life you're good at and you're fantastic as a teacher because you're fantastic as a coach too. He was always my biggest fan when it came to that. Yeah. But he said, he said, you got to think about that a little bit. And I thought about it for about five minutes and said, I'm done with teaching for a while. <laughs> and I got out of it. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, Sandy, is it you that wants to be a chef or you think I would be? Uh, I it's Jason. Aaron would be a great DJ. Oh, at a strip club. <laughs> oh, my God. I do think I would be good at that. Yeah. Uh, Dennis says, what could he be? Kind of lost the answer. And that scares me. Listen, I hear you. I, I, uh, Dennis, I think you could be a bartender. 
I've been there. Yeah, I think you'd be good at that, Dennis. Actually, I think you can talk to people and yeah, I think you'd be fantastic at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um gosh. <laughs> oh, I tell you. I don't have anything. I really don't. Remember what else I thought I would be good. I wa always wanted to be a vet, but I could never put a dog to sleep. <laughs> so. No, I wouldn't want to be a vet. Oh, Sandy said she 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 could be she wanted to be she would be good at being a chef. Yeah, I think it would too. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think Dennis, with you, anything anything where you could be personable with people, I think oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're yeah. salesman. Uh, I know that's not a attractive job, but you know, kick the can monitor. That's pretty. <laughs> Maybe that's all I could do. I don't know. <laughs> Andy said she'd be a good bartender. Yeah, because you yeah talk I, everybody's leg off. I don't know. Yeah, if that's that's drink, what it but... takes for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, you got to gift a gab for yeah. sure. I don't know. Like, I see other people doing shit, and I'm like, oh, thank God I'm not doing that. So I don't know. <laughs> and I would be terrible at, and that's a referee. I think I would be a great offensive coordinator because if I didn't have a quarterback, we'd just run the option. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you have to do? I, think, I, I do think, Aaron, you would have been a good coach if you could have stood it. I would have been an awful coach, and I was smart enough to know that. I would have been one of the worst of all time because I have no discipline. Of, I would have no discipline of the players. I could <laughs> coach the game, but I would let the players Dude, do it. Is that what you're saying? No, listen, if, if say something happened and a teacher came to and said, hey, you got a kid and he's failing, I said, well, give him an A. He's an athlete. That's how I, that's the attitude well, that's I would what, have. That's, nothing wrong with that. Well, no, nobody in the school would have liked me. What we, did, what we did when the kid was failing, we'd go to the principal and say, get him in another class. Just well, I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so I, that's the thing. I, I would, have, But I would have let them do whatever they wanted. I would have no, no control over them. I can tell you that. But could I coach a sport? Yeah, I feel like I know enough about sports, but I, 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 there's no way. I couldn't be a yeller. I couldn't do that. I think I would be a good uh, toll road uh money taker whatever you call well, it. that's that's takes a lot of talents <laughs> yeah, that fits me though i think that'd be fun how are you doing you're from michigan huh how about that long trip where you, where the hell are you going why are you here <laughs> well i think that'd be awful because you'd be backing up traffic so oh, you don't have five dollars oh go on i'll let yeah. you <laughs> okay i'd love to work hey, in Tom, exactly i would be a player's coach but to a fault <laughs> <laughs> there would be no rules other than I mean I would just say hey you got to show up you got to play hard you got to you got to run the offense or whatever we're doing but other than that do whatever you want I don't care when you're when the practice is over you go do whatever you want uh, Sandy's right I would have been a great college professor well you kind of it's the same thing no because I could have got away with a lot more I yeah, mean exactly yeah I would have been a good but the the problem with being a <laughs> professor you had to get a master's degree and once i got the bs which stood right. bullshit once i got my bullshit degree i said i ain't never going back to college <laughs> no of course back in my day, you, actually, you actually had to go to school now you can take it online yeah and it's a little bit easier to get your master's degree that's the thing it's it's i hated school so you know i don't know it's just I I don't think I would I don't know I really don't know I have an answer to your question I I don't I don't know 
I think it would have been good at a lot of things. I don't think so. <laughs> so. You, don't, you really and truly don't? No. You think you were destined for what you're doing? It kind of feels that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, since you, okay, since you succeeded at this, uh -huh. what's to say you couldn't have started another venture and succeeded at it? I do think, to be honest, uh, I know how to run a business. And I think, so, you yes, do. I could run any type of business, I think. Yeah. Um, what else? But, what I what I wanted to be and what I was good at. Yeah, I think I, I know how to run a business. I know how to keep books. I know how to balance budgets. Yeah. I know how to project what we need to do, where we need to go, make decisions like that. I, but that's not a. I mean, right. You're right, Dennis. He is a good writer, and he he didn't used to be. I'm a terrible writer, and I tell you what, Dennis, I, magic taught me how to write. But well, but now you're you're good, so. I feel like I'm a decent writer now that Magic taught me how to write. That's not, not truth. When we met Magic, he said, I think you're like really passionate about this, but you, you can't write. He didn't say it just like that, but he pretty much told yeah. me, you're kind of dumb, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I am. I don't know how to write. And he taught me how to write. Yeah. Uh, He's very, very talented. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, when I was in college, I did, this is something I was good at, but. Anyway, I was a very good play-by-play -play announcer. I did some local high school basketball and football when I was in college. A lot of people don't know that. I don't think I ever even told you. Yeah. And I was good at it. And I loved it. But they paid me $10 a game. And I right. thought, I'm going to do this for $10 a game. And then at the local level, you don't just get to go do that. You got to go out and sell advertising and all that stuff for the radio station. I didn't want to do that. So I think I could – I think – I would love to be like uh, a play-by-play -play announcer, uh, at, you know, anywhere. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be any good at it, but I would. I would try. Now, nowadays, you have to be, I think, more of an entertainer too, as a play-by-play -play yeah. guy. There's some damn good play-by-play -play guys, I'll tell you. Yeah, that's yeah. not an easy job. Yeah, it's a hard job now. By the way, best play-by-play -play guy I've heard is, are those guys at Alabama. I thought they were fantastic. They were really good. We listened to a lot of people on our yeah. way to those games. They yeah. were fantastic. They were really, really good. I agree with you. They were yeah. down-to-earth. You know, a lot of guys, a lot of play by play guys that have won as many games or been on a team that's won as many games as Alabama are obnoxious jerks. These guys were very, very down-to-earth and level-headed. I love Toby Rowland at OU, like as a person and his personality, but he's way over the top yeah. homer for OU. And I know that's his job, but you got to be a little bit on yeah. the other side too. He's very so. professional. He's very good. Yes. Yeah. I, too he goes, much. Yeah. He goes too far. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. All right. That's it. Listen, the first quarter is almost over this damn game. Oh, it so is. That means. That means here in about an hour, let's say, you're going to have another show, the fifth show of Racing Dudes, live at the half with Samo and Slim. Uh, and we'll see what happens there. Chargers are up 3 nothing. Just kicked a field goal. Why All did right. he never kick the field goal? I'll be darn. Wow. All right, guys. We're going to get off here. Another good show. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Yep. Good luck this weekend. And we'll see you at the half of this game. And then we'll see you tomorrow for another Dudes Who Bet Daily, where hopefully we go 4-0. See you, guys. See ya. Like this is dude to bet sports. <laughs>
Dudes who bet sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes who bet sports, where degenerates go. Dudes who bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. <laughs>